Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the privilege of sitting down with Georgian Banoff, and we had a great conversation about the source of joy. And we had a great talk about how our relationship with God, whether it's through knowing Him as friend, father, lover of our soul, uh, it just produces joy in our lives that's supernatural and uncontainable. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who provides our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained and life-changing productions who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at christinaperera.org. Do you have a loved one special day coming up and don't know what to get them? Now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name with a special dedication message on air. It makes a great gift. To sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in honor of your loved one, visit us at christinaperera.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to do and be all that God has for us. World changers, the light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with best-in-class plant-based supplements. Your body can come into balance and you can be healthy and thrive. That's exactly what Plexus products do. They improve your gut health, balance your blood sugar, and reduce inflammation naturally, helping you thrive from the inside out. Whether you're looking for immune system and active lifestyle support, improve digestion and nutrition, or balance your body through natural products, or even lose weight, Plexus products are an answer. Take this quiz and receive 10% off and free VIP membership on your way to health and happiness. Just enter code RJ10OFF. I 
I've got a great offer for you guys today. I love bringing you additional resources to help build your faith, and I'm so pleased to bring you this offer. I have a beautiful book called Inspired by the Psalms, Decrees that Renew Your Heart and Mind. With this book, you can help create a heavenly atmosphere with these powerful decrees as we become like David and we pour out our heart before a living, breathing, loving, active Savior in our life. Make sure you check this out as well as any other resources by our special guests in the show notes. So without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Georgian Banoff. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is one of the co-founders of Global Celebration. He is the author of Joy, God's Secret Weapon for Every Believer. I have with me today here, Georgian Banoff. Georgian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor. I'm so thankful for what you carry in your life. And I, I love that you possess this joy. And I've, I've seen you many times in person and I've heard you play your violin and it's just truly wonderful. And it's an honor to have you. I have told our listeners so much about you. Is there anything that you can share with them um, about you? Maybe something personal just to help them get to know you? Yeah. I mean, I was a musical kid. In fact, I was just thinking about that because the day before yesterday, we were at our granddaughter's uh, recital uh, like she's part of a playing violin for uh, a local like the school you know symphony of some sort so I was just sharing that you know with her teacher and that I started as at age five and by six I was performing and uh, my identity at the, at the time as a child was wrapped up in that because you know consuming hours and hours of scales and practicing and going to classes and to recitals and that was pretty much consuming my life and I, I grew up in a broken home and isolated kid and uh, so music was the only way to express kind of talking to people so to speak I, I couldn't talk in any other way school mm -hmm. was very very hostile communistic schools are just terrible and and I um, no love, no, you know, a, appreciation for us as students from most teachers, a few exceptions. And I would, if a teacher is more loving and, you know, I'd be front row studying and really want to excel to draw the attention so that I can get some uh, approval and praise. But that was very, very, very little. Most of them were pretty hostile. And, and so, Growing up, that was my very disconnected kid until, and, and then I, I hit teenage, I, I started, me and three boys started the first rock band and became very quickly overnight, sort of like sensation and popular. And, but again, I still retain, remain very closed in kid. 
totally different than I'm now. I was very, in, you know, insecure, very, very isolated, very rejected feeling and all that kind of not, not having a dad. Mm-hmm. So that was my beginning. That's kind of a little personal story about me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. And I can, I can really relate to that. Music and creativity is so very healing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm actually a very creative person. And a little known fact is that I, I paint a lot. And for me, that was kind of my release and able to express emotions and things that I, that were so very locked up inside. And I love that God is so very creative. Yeah. And yes. And uh, so I'm so thankful for that. You know, I loved reading through your book, Joy. Uh, there were so many profound things I think that you said in there. But one story that really struck me, you started sharing about your encounter with Jesus and this fireball of love and joy that struck you, you know, when you first became a Christian, can you share that with our listeners today? Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, accepted Jesus miraculously supernatural through the Jesus people's loving and, and now feeding me in hospital, uh, hospital, I mean, hospital what's the word hospitable not hospital but hospitable. <laughs> but anyways yeah. he uh i accepted jesus and they said now now good now get get to get you with the holy ghost to be baptized and i didn't understand any of that language but i was seeking everything from god because i grew up atheist communist so now i wanted to uh sort of like make up catch up with all the times so i was very intense in seeking god for whatever that holy spirit is Mm-hmm. And one day it just broke through in heavenly. I, I actually went in the throne room. I, it's hard to describe to this day how this thing happened. It wasn't like a vision where I look at it, but actually my hands, my face, uh, my back was still in this room, but my front, my face was in, in the throne room. And I really experienced the joy of heaven, the atmosphere of heaven, the angels were ecstatic and mm. being touched by God, by God and his glory, rays and rays of glory was coming out from God and even lightning, so a mixture of rays and lightning, it's hard to describe, but those uh, lightnings and rays, uh, rays of, of uh, light were touching them and they were, they were like in real pleasure. And, and then one of those uh, rays of lightnings kind of hit all through them and went right into my chest. And by the time that light, lightning arrived, it was as big as a grapefruit, if you can imagine, mm-hmm. and uh, and hit me straight, straight in my my middle of my chest, and and somehow it went inside my me, and I even felt it physically. I don't know how to describe it. Within sight, I became really hot, and it was a mixture of um, joy and pleasure and love. It was just phenomenal but it was too much and by the second ball i actually couldn't take it anymore so i was i pulled mm-hmm. out of that now i'm thinking what was wrong with me but you know when you're not prepared and it's the intensity is huge i definitely know what's it like that bible says that we in heaven we're going to have a glory bodies i know mm-hmm. exactly why yeah because natural body cannot handle this intensity mm-hmm I, I I absolutely love that. And I can really relate to it. There's been one really powerful encounter that I've had with the Lord. I've had many over the years, but 
it started to scare me as well. And I asked him to back off and he backed off immediately. Yep. And I regret that to this day. I truly do. I truly do. Me too. I know it's, it's like, but I, I completely get it where you're just like, oh gosh, I don't know how much more of this I can take physically take. Yes. You talked about this hunger and desire that you had to really pursue God. And you talked about friendship with God in your book. And I, I got to tell you, I was so excited when you started talking about friendship with God in your book, because it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, I had, I just had a conversation with a, a fiery prophetic brother of mine last week. And uh, we were talking about how this is the season where we really need to become like David and really pour out our heart to God and really be honest with our emotions. And you talked about that in your book. Can you, can you share a little bit about that with our listeners? Yeah, I think everywhere, wherever we grew up with, the Lord knows, knows that very well. And so in my case, growing up in a communistic background, uh, there was very little trust. There was a lot of uh, um, uncertainties if, if people are uh, going to betray you or, you know, so you, I had only one really good friend that I trusted for, I could tell anything to him. And, and so coming, coming to the Lord now, the first thing he knew that I love that and I appreciate true, genuine friendship, he says, well, I want to be your best friend. And, mm. and it's like, yeah. wow. And, and, and I'm, I'm wide open. Anything that God is, of course, I want. Mm-hmm. And friendship is how he started to talk to me and use the, the Psalms of David as a big way of communicating to me. And I was even surprised, like, what? Can I say that? Uh, mm-hmm. And he, he, like, he says, yeah, go ahead and uh, talk Psalms to me. That's one way of talking to me, communicating like David did, mm-hmm. who was a friend of God. And of course, Abraham was a friend of God. And, and uh, later on, Moses was a friend. So these these uh, biblical characters that the Lord used as I read the Bible for the very first time, like the, the, our Bibles were confiscated and burned out and everything. So having a, a Bulgarian Bible, somebody gave me a, anonymously a gift was the biggest treasure. Mm-hmm. And, and that was my first connect with the Lord through friendship. And I was surprised to, uh, to, to find out that he, he liked me and, that was huge, you know, like mm-hmm. so, so many times David talks about it. He opens up and he like grace and you, you, you mentioned grace and um, favor. I mean, that's, that's what God says. I like you. And I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I needed that desperately. Right. Of course. Yeah. But um, so he knew exactly what I needed. And that's what, that was the start of my journey with the Lord the, in the area of friendship. Mm-hmm. I, I love that so much. You know, it's, it's such an extraordinary thing. One that he sent his son two that he not only died for us, but as us, but he's now re- invited us into this incredible relationship with him. And it's, it's truly astounding. And, and I live my life blown away by the goodness of God. Mm. And, you know, friendship with God is, is just such an extraordinary thing. And I tell people all the time, don't be afraid to pour out your heart to God. They, they think that they have to come to him with these kind of religious answers and ideas. And really what he wants to know is on our hearts. 
And, and I love that you talked about that. And I love that we have this free relationship with God to be utterly honest with him in, in every single way, because he knows it all already. Absolutely. And, and for him to uh, not, the, the, he didn't start correcting me in that sense. Later on, correction came in so many ways, mainly through my failure with people or why I said the wrong thing or I did the wrong thing. And, you know, cause you want to, you want to, you know, fit in, in a new society. I don't speak English. Well, it was a lot of things that were in a disadvantage and, and, but the Lord never says, Oh, you, you speak poorly or, you know, he never did that. He, he always go, you're doing okay. Keep going. And he was that kind of spirit toward me. Mm-hmm. And that, that helped me later on. If you read in the book, the third chapter, I believe is, uh, I don't know if it's the third. No, yeah, that's right. Discovering God as a father is a whole nother level mm-hmm. of a uh, relationship that, that happened to me after friendship. He, it took 10 years of friendship for me to get to the point where I could, ex- I could accept or I could uh, realize that God is also a father. That was a big deal. I know it's sometimes it's hard when we don't have those father figures in our life and it, it does become yeah. a journey to trust him. I know for me in my own experience, in my own walk, the Lord is so good. He knows exactly how to speak to us how to reach us and how to woo us into that, that place where we can trust him. You talked about really experiencing the joy of um, some of the revivals, the Browns revival and the Toronto revival. And you talked about some of the struggles where you watched Winnie really receive your wife, Winnie really receive the joy and all of that. And you struggled with that. And, and I can relate to that too, because when I first kind of encountered that, I was like, Lord, I don't get it. I don't get it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It was a unique situation where our marriage was almost completely on the rocks, almost gone. Like we were mm-hmm. officially still married, but you know, we were co-eds and didn't that first love was way gone. So when, when the revivals of the nineties began to waves of revivals, my wife was touched very first and, and she, 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 even though she was the one that was completely backslidden, she um, like got it right away and, and uh, got in, in touch with the Lord, restored her. And, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Cause, cause I was the faithful one to God. She wasn't uh, for even, I'd say at least, seven or eight years maybe 10 years altogether she had completely backslidden and never go to church and i'm the one who keep going and keeping this whole thing up but that i didn't realize how much of that uh i have really turned into my own strength trying to solve the marriage or you know because it's embarrassing for me to because i've been through divorce my mom and dad so I, I knew that i don't want that but yeah what I had was not working either. So yeah. when we came to these revival meetings, she was connecting. Obviously, she was desperate and the Lord touched her. She was all in. And I was going like, wait a minute. What are those? I mean, I don't mind people being <laughs> crazy and running around yeah. and, and all that. However, that inner uh, touch that my wife knew how she was, you know, backslidden and desperate. I was 
I didn't think it was anything wrong, man. I thought I was fine, but really it began to expose that I become religious. And I was like, wow. And, and the Lord graciously touched me. It took nine months for me to really have my genuine, because I didn't want to just laugh or yeah. roll on the ground or something or shake. I, I wanted the real thing. I wanted a genuine inside like yeah. I was when I got born again and the fire came and, and apparently I lost it through the years. I lost that and the Lord brought it up graciously. So it was amazing. He's so faithful. Yeah. Isn't he? He's so beautiful. And, you know, he's so patient with us, even when we don't get it, he just, he just waits for us and woos us into it. He's just so gracious and kind. And I love that you talked about that in your book. Sometimes some people, they're really afraid of the joy. And I think we have to remember that joy is a fruit of the spirit, right? It's absolutely fruit of the spirit, but what, what we get inside and kind of, maybe that was some of my thing. Maybe, maybe it was other stuff as well, but uh, slowly but surely you become kind of cold because your marriage is falling apart. Finances are very down and, you know, you lose all that and start mm -hmm. building up some, some sort of a resentment, I would say, in my case, almost like I'm going to be tough. I'm not going to, we're not, not going to be embarrassed, you know, and I'm just toughing it all and really losing my childlike connection with the Lord. Even music, you know, you're musicians, you said, and I've stopped writing. I've stopped playing. I just got into the word and it's all good, but I, I left that first love and creativity gone, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so I had this almost like a resentment. I didn't realize I had, of course, never would yeah. tolerate it, but you don't know. And it showed that I had that resentment and resistance in some way not willingly it just was there emotionally and that but like you say he's gracious to say yeah i know that's why i'm bringing you in and i'm not punishing you i'm not forcing you this is just something that you got into you got hardened and you lost that deep connection with me um you still mine but i want to reconnect you emotionally as well as you were spiritually but emotionally in, in every way and and uh because you know we're we're trying beings you know we have spirit we have emotions thoughts perceptions all kinds of stuff right we're complex beings with the soul and the body as well even our, we're physically complex and and so god god is within my case i was so uh, touched and re renewed and he he's continually he's continuously touching me and i want more believe Amen. it or not is the biggest thing for me is to want more of him in a deep intimate way just like it was the very first love when i first met him i long for that i want more of that you get so busy right with ministry and stuff all for good for the lord but but he's first love kind of god Absolutely. He, he is so faithful and so beautiful and so glorious. And uh, I'm so thankful, you know, that it's, it's the goodness of God. It's truly the, the undeserved favor and grace of God that brings us mm -hmm. this joy. Yep. It's a continuously rejoicing feast before us. Yeah. It's our pleasure and honor to live in this uh, ever rejoicing waterfall of his grace. Wow. 
uh, I picked up on something that you said about beautiful. You said you used that word a couple of times. And last night we are graduating tomorrow one more time, but it's a big school. We have a couple hundred students from all over the world online. And one of them used a word when and she was again broken, um, broken, nearly lost the marriage and just broken situations. And mid mid mid-year this sometime January, December, January this year, this school year, she got tremendous touched and breakthrough and so forth. And I, I didn't know the depth of it until last night where she uh, spoke it. And I requested even her script because she read it. And this morning I was reading, go, wow, didn't know how. But she used uh, the words beautiful. He, she says, getting in, in touch with the Lord, he's beginning to minister to her to help her. But what breakthrough came when she heard these beautiful words, she said, I delight in you. Mm. I delight in you, which which Joshua and Caleb used when, uh, ironically, it was for a war situation. It wasn't for nice, uh, you know, rose garden experience, but it was, uh, they used that word, that phrase in in a war zone where, you know, they were advancing and send the spies, right? So they were part of the spies and 10 spies says, oh, it's horrible, big enemies, you know, let's not go. It's no, we're going to get slaughtered. And except Joshua and Caleb, because they're a different spirit. And they said, if the Lord delights in us, of course, he will help us with these giants. Right. So mm -hmm. that's um, ironically, here's these war generals, but they're using a very intimate delight in us. If he mm -hmm. delights in us, which is grace, right? Favor, mm -hmm. pretty much favor and intimate i mean delight is a very unique word it's not very very beautiful anyways but uh you you seem to carry that appreciation for uh this beautiful uh, i guess it's a little bit more of the romantic side it but it's funny because these warriors use the romantic phrase right mm -hmm. yeah it's very unusual and it and the Lord reveal. I, I think I have it in one of the chapters. I can't remember which one, but the delighting. Uh, okay, two-way street, right? First of all, he, he uh, you know, showers us with his grace and love and blessing. So we, he's a delight, right? We step into his love and delight. But then we find a whole another level of discovering that he delights in us. Oh my gosh, that's a whole another. Oh yes. Um, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So you, you get it. You, you, I do. <laughs> I do. Wow. wow. Yes, you very much so. And you know, honestly, that is such a delight to my soul. That wow. that is where my joy comes from, is his delight wow. in me. Absolutely. Wow. Usually girls get connected more with that. Women, my wife, my wife is big on being married to Jesus. You know, the yeah. romantic <laughs> side. she's huge on that. And I love that. Of course, it's not my primary discovery. I'm more as a, as a son, because I didn't know myself as a son to a natural mm -hmm. father. So when God became uh, revealed to me as my daddy, so that was the big thing for me. But I really appreciate, and, and he delights in me as a son, like a father delights in the son, but ladies, 
just really get a little more about the bridal part that which is amazing yes I, I'm actually, I'm working on a book called Becoming the Bride. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I really am. It's, you know, I'm an, I'm an author. I'm a minister. I'm a, I'm a writer. And this has been a dream for me to start working on this piece of it. It truly is. So I'm really excited. I hear it in your voice. You're going to do really well. And you're going to bless a lot of people. I hope and so. I'm- when it's, when it's done, um, just make sure that you retain the right of doing the audio side of it yourself. Yes, I would. You know what? It's so funny that you said that because um, I am actually I would love to put it into an audio devotional format. I, and I even mm. had some soaking tracks made for it. So wow. You are spot on with that. Spot on. That's, yeah, that's good. So I'm just giving you a prophetic confirmation. Yes, I'm so excited. There's something in your voice when you talk about the delight. There's a burst of, you know, affection and things coming out of your heart. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, he is so good. I can't help it. I've just been staring at Jesus too long. So I don't know (laughs) what to say. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. Well, Georgian, this has been so fun. Will you pray for our listeners before we before we go today? Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to say that before I pray that that uh, I want to encourage all the young people, especially who are listening, that th- there's a, a mandate on young generation, uh, be it millennial and even younger and uh, as a Gen Z. Uh, but there is a there's a mandate on the young people to uh, to rise up and and form a a, a uh, rescue rescue barrier rescue operation to reach out and and change a child's life and help a child and but uh, that's the outcome but in inwardly what's a blocking often is our own orphan spirit you know and so as i'm praying this for the finality i'm praying in a way of commissioning you that is a huge job mm-hmm. for and calling for uh, for not just moms and dads, but also young people to step in, to step into that uh, and, and that war of heaven against injustice for children, especially to their most vulnerable and, and at risk. You can't see it. If you see this uh, T-shirt I, I wore today, I felt wearing it and it's, it's called Rescue the One. And it's, it's one of our main expression. What what the Lord is saying, go after and help kids, help, help, not just kids. Of course, we all need, we've been rescued by God, but, mm-hmm. but especially children that are without a mom, without a dad, I know what that is like. And my, mm-hmm. my heart goes after them, but also after 10 years of helping, you know, children with not having food or, or shelter and orphanages. But then we went into a deeper level with the traffic children, which is, a whole another level, not just poor, but they're abused sexually or abuse, uh, um, you know, forced labor or, or even child soldiers. It's a whole dark world. Anyways, I wanted to say that. So, um, Father, I pray right now that everyone that's listening, I pray, uh, I, I just have this word from the Lord that he spoke to uh, set the captive free mm-hmm. from 
an orphan spirit. You're even, of course, you're Christian, you know about God, you, you know God, you pray, but you, you're not intimately connected with the Lord as, as your own heart wants more, I, I could tell, but God wants, wants it even more to connect with you deeper way and that unleash that well of love inside you because he's inside he's an inside god he's not a external entity through the holy spirit the lord i thank you for all those who are listening and thank you that you've saved them and and you 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 take him you're going to take him to heaven but i know you want to put heaven now and mm -hmm. And I just know that you want to heal a set children or not children, but the children of God, you know, at, at any, any age, to set, especially young people, to set you free from orphan spirit. So I just, I just say, yes, Lord, right now, we just release this anointing mm -hmm. that sets the captive free. And I just pray that you will help young people, especially to confront that orphan spirit and say, no, I'm not an orphan, no more. I am a child of God, and uh, and I just thank you for doing this right now. There's someone is mm -hmm. rejection is going away, and uh, you don't feel like uh, you 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 matter, like a sense of sense of no value. And God is saying, "Look at me on the cross. Do you think I will die for something I don't believe, I don't value? Are you kidding me? I value." as as so much that could give my life to get you and so i just release that in jesus name amen amen thank you so much i i know that that's gonna it's going to help a lot of people out there i'm so thankful for that well it has been a joy and honor to have you with me georgian same here bless you well, I hope and I pray that today's show has blessed you. The links to today's podcast in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus, where you can connect with us and our special guest, Georgian Banoff. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.